0: Welcome to the Fargo Christian Podcast. The Fargo Christian Podcast's mission is to bring together and have open conversations with pastors, business owners, nonprofit workers, and truthfully, anyone who has our same mission in mind uniting the church. Each week, we will have conversations surrounding one main question What is God doing in your life? Will you laugh? Hopefully. Will you cry? Maybe. All we know is that Jesus clearly lays out his goal for the church in John 17, and we are doing our part to accomplish that. We hope you enjoy.
1: I want to. Uh, I, don't, I I don't want people to for, to to think I'm moving on past this this topic about about uh, music. But I want to just give context, people, before we jump into uh, talking about worship music. And uh, the production, the producing it, I guess you could say. Uh, can you give us a little bit about talk about uh, ten thousand fathers yeah. and mothers?
2: Yeah, absolutely, man. Give what us would a you like? What would you like to know?
1: I uh, just like uh, you, like probably like a, just like a little quick rundown of what it is and kind of your experience with it, why you did it, um, and yeah, just uh, oh, opening up the dictionary.
2: Absolutely, no. I have, I have my um. <laughs> My, my book here uh, I love it for my my, my my book I use for for school is just full of notes and stuff and it's it's awesome I love flipping through this so tenth uh, Stunt Thousand fathers and mothers is a uh, I' would say one of a kind worship school um, initially based out of Atlanta Georgia and is now I believe based in um, in Colorado Um Colorado Springs, which is great, I just got to, I went down there at the start of the summer for the start of the third track, and it was awesome, never been to Colorado before, um, and I got to go to Atlanta, Georgia, uh, Snellville technically, which is just outside of Atlanta, for the first track, which was in January of 2020, um, in January, and then, um, sorry, so, I was, I think, September of 2020, I was supposed to go back down um, for it. So I should say how it works is you're like, wait, you traveled? And, but you're not there right now. Um, let, me, let me back up a little bit. Maybe we can edit this or something. Um, so 10,000 Fathers is, uh, and Mothers is a worship school, like I said, initially based out of Atlanta, now in Colorado. Um, and how it works is it consists of three tracks um, that focus on helping you develop your skill set as a worship leader through discipling, um, and songwriting, and then also your personal personal character. Um, it's three tracks. Each track is approximately six months in length. And how it works is for the start of the first track, I, I traveled down to, you can do it online or in person. I chose to do it in person. So I, I went down to Atlanta for for one week. Um, I think it's about five or six days. And then um, the rest of it, for the next, like, like six months we meet weekly online and we have books, we go through material and coursework. And then six months later, track two starts, um which is um so the first track is about like your character and the heart of worship and then track two is about like honing your skill and a lot of it is on like songwriting, which is really, really cool. Um and so for that normally I would have gone down for a week again, but with Covid it was all online. Which was which was fine. Um and then for another six months later you go down to. I got to go down to Colorado because the school had moved um, for a week, and then I came back up, and it's been weekly um, meeting with my my huddle. I should say my my class, my crew, and um, we've lost a few people along the way. That does happen. Um, people that just kind of feel it's not really for them, or it's not quite the right time. Um, mm-hmm. But it's great, and the school just helps. It kind of equip you, um, and I've, I've gotten to meet like so many talented people. Um, one of the um, one of the the people who is uh, not just, oh, kind of one of the I believe he I, I kind of founded it. Um, where he went through it. I his affiliation with it. Um, Micah Massey is a Grammy winning artist who, um, does music and leadership with Ten Thousand Fathers. Um, and it's there's just been so many. They have their own music. They put out music, and it's just it's so great. Um, just what they teach and how they write their worship music is so different than like hell song or like elevation you know like you listen to it and it's just um because there are students from all over the world that are part of this um you know students get to submit songs for for the album that they put out every couple of years i believe and if they like it you know like hey you can come and record this album with us and you know be on it and um it's awesome and i i'd love to be part of that someday And i'm gonna be submitting songs until i die um, to see <laughs> if, I can, <laughs> if I can ever, ever get on. Um, and um, yeah, their music is amazing. So check out 10,000 Fathers and Mothers um, worship music anywhere. Aaron Keys is the guy that, that really started it all. And Aaron Keyes is phenomenal. He's an amazing songwriter, amazing pastor. Um, yeah, just very, very wise man who God has yeah. definitely gifted with the ability to lead. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just jump in quick. 10,000 Fathers
0: um, mothers. I brief, I, and Mothers. I briefly considered going. Um, I don't remember. I think Tim Jaycox is probably the one who originally told
2: me about it. Yeah, um, I know Tim. I know Tim very well. Love that I've, guy. I've
0: heard about it from a couple other people, too. But anyway, the um, point that I'm trying to get to is I've, I really found 10,000 Fathers and their worship music. In a time where I really needed it, mm. um, and I think I was I was processing through some some frustrations. Um, I mean, truthfully, if I can just be a little vulnerable, yeah, please um, do, man. Come
2: on, that's what it's I all was, about. I
0: was I was processing through some frustrations with the church. Um, mm. I was I was going through some frustrations with. Um, I mean, the purpose of the church, the the structure of worship um I think some some pressure and some insecurity that I was dealing with um may be completely separate from it too but um I think it was just the simplicity of their music yeah and it, um I mean it was not and I I don't want to say like the production quality is bad because it's not but I think sometimes people complain about the the production of yeah. of worship music, and it's like it's over the top, and it's got like forty five instruments, and mm-hmm. like eighty three people are singing, and like obviously exaggerating again, but um, I think people complain about that, and you know that's another conversation too, but um, hmm. but at that time. Just the simplicity of two or three people singing, yeah, a guitar, a piano, and just like, I mean, just honest lyrics and yeah. like, I just I needed it. I really, really mm. needed it. Um, yeah. So if you have not listened to it, there's a lot of good stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, For real, they're 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 so good. Yeah. And they're That's so awesome. good. I, I love it.
1: Yeah, I think you... Jordan, I think you mentioned to me a couple... A while back about the... I forget who it was, about the worship leader that decided to just drop drop everything for worship and just sing uh, in Matt front of... Redman. Ch- Matt Redman, yep. And mm-hmm. just sing in front of church with no music, or yeah. I mean no instruments or anything, and just... That was... Offer up praises. Um, so...
0: I'm gonna tell this story, and then I'm gonna pray about if I should delete it <laughs> later.
2: Um, I think that's when you know it's gonna be something good. <laughs> Conviction uh, hour.
0: Get ready? So, the last the last church that I was a part of um, before we started this church plant, um, and and I mean this it's the overlap is I talked about the the frustration I was going through and the pressure and. And the things that I was dealing with, um, it, and and it, it was it was a lot of it was just personally the things that I was processing through, um, and you know looking back on it, I think, I think God was kind of calling me to, or maybe even just showing me a different way of doing worship, hmm. um, because, you know, the way that worship is done. I, I, the only way that worship can be done wrong is if someone is doing it for the wrong reasons.
2: Yeah, you yeah. know,
0: if it's if it's a person singing, if it's a person reading a poem, if it's, and I mean specifically with music, if it's a team of twelve people, as long as it's done for the glory of God, it's a beautiful thing. Mm. And if you know, if you have. You know, one of, one of the things that I'm really passionate about is is I want to make sure that we're using using the gifts that God has given our church. Yeah, I'm getting really off topic of this story. No,
2: it's good but though, man. It's keep going.
0: If so, I I really want to be intentional about, um, you know, right now. That I'm the only one in our church that's that's comfortable. Not not necessarily that could, but I'm the only one that's comfortable leading worship. Um, but if we had, you know, if suddenly we have four more people that are, you know, feeling really passionate and really called to leading worship and doing, like being a part of a worship team, um, you know, I want to make sure that we're doing that and I want to be honoring one, the gifts that God has given our church and two, helping people Worship and pursue God in a way that makes the most sense for them. Mm. So I say all of that. To preface that. These were the things I was processing through. And this is not. A knock at a specific type of worship. A knock. Not a knock at. A church setting or whatever. It just. This is what I was going through. Um, and it all comes back to. Matt Redmond. Um, so. I, dude, what's I was, that?
2: What's that one song the I'm coming back to the heart of worship because it's yeah, all about you. That is um, the exact one. I think right? we've, uh, I think we've mentioned that song a couple times. Is that the road, was that the, was that the song too that he did? Yeah. That's yeah, so, yep, wow, that's dude. One. That that's weird. Like I had no idea. That just was yeah. like what came to my mind. Like yeah. like that's and what so, it's got to come back to, man.
0: Mm-hmm. So worship. I mean, here we go again. Um worship was absolutely an idol for me. A hundred percent. I was doing worship for all of the wrong reasons. Mm. Um and I even I even think back to you know when I started leading worship and I'd get off of you know, I'd I'd finish leading and I'd be done for a Sunday and I would just think like, dude, I'm getting good at this. Let's yeah. go, you know, mm-hmm. and it just, man, it just hit me, and and uh, I'm taking so much time, but
2: no, no, this is good. Go ahead.
0: There was yeah, one please. day I was sitting, I was sitting in a in a church service, listening to a worship song. Um, for some reason I was just reflecting in the moment, and I started thinking about if I were leading worship this week, if I was on team, I would have picked this this song I would have paired with this song and this other song and then I'd hear a lyric and like oh that reminds me of this other song and and again for the second time in like a month I was like dude I'm good at this I am good at worship um man and I went home and I was praying that night and it just hit me like you can connect these worship songs to other worship songs but you can't connect these worship songs to the bible Mm. and it's like you are doing this for the wrong reason and so that sent me into at about that time is when i found Ten Thousand fathers too um which the timing was perfect because i like i wanted to listen to like uplifting music <laughs> you know yeah um but anyway trying to get through this real story here um so I started to just like really look into what worship is and you know that's when I started kind of thinking about the different forms of worship be music and then um you know poetry writing storytelling like all of these different ways that you can worship and um I started seeing the pressure of it and um I just really started feeling God calling me into a different type of ministry um and I knew that I had to move on. And I knew that what God is calling me to and what God is calling this church to are not the same thing. Mm-hmm. And for the health of myself and for the health of this church, I need to, I need to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, gosh, it was hard. And I, I, hate, I hate disappointing people. I hate conflict. I hate hard conversations. Um, you're, do you know, are you an
2: Enneagram type nine?
0: Uh, I'm a nine or a two. Okay. Um, I mean, and I, I'm pretty sure the nine goes to two in stress. Um, then it, it very people oriented. It's big, big, motivated by people, motivated Mm -hmm. by comfort, um, So, uh, we are talking about the Enneagram soon. So, listeners, keep your eyes out for the Enneagram podcast episode coming in the next couple of weeks. Um, But anyway, I knew that I had to tell the staff at the church that Mm. this was happening. And it wasn't like, this is my last week. Like, in the next year, this is happening Like we need, like, let's start working through the process of, mm-hmm. you know, sure. filling gaps that I'm going to be leaving. So, like, I'm going to start training people to do what I'm doing, blah, 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 all of the logistics stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but that conversation was, it's still the hardest conversation I've ever had in my life. It was mm-hmm. so hard. Um, and I, I left that conversation... I was a zombie. I mean, there was no emotion left in me. There was no energy left in me. Um, I was just dead. And then I started feeling, you know, then the next thing that happened was starting to feel the doubt of, like, well, maybe I made the wrong choice. Like, I've been praying about this for so long, and now it's finally official. This is What's happening now.
1: Was that that conversation I gave you? the?
0: Uh... Yeah. I walked out of that conversation, and uh, Nick happened to have been there. And Nick mm. found... Not in the conversation. Not in the conversation. He was in the building okay. while the conversation was happening. Gotcha. Um, I walked out, and Nick had found a Star Wars trading card on the floor. Which one? Uh, one of the Stormtroopers. I have no idea. I don't remember. Yeah. I can the I know where it is. This. I can <laughs> tell you later, but um, yeah. But Nick, well, two things that made this this really tough. The morning that I knew I had to tell everybody, I walked into church and they gave me a birthday card.
2: Oh um, no! Oh, like man. happy
0: birthday. We appreciate you. We love you. Like, break. Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <You don't, laughs> for, you, thanks for you caring. You don't mean this, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding. Um,
2: hey Jordy Scott, what you gonna do? What you gonna do to make our dreams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man.
0: Uh, so I walked out of the meeting, and Nick Nick hands me this. Nick hands me this card, and he said, "I want you to have this." And I said, "Nick, you know how much I like to goof around, but I just can't do it." I just can't do it right now and he said "Geordie, take this card and every time you see it think about the day you broke pastor's heart <laughs> and tell you what I do uh, I do it every single time um, oh,
2: and I can tell you exactly what
0: the card is it's oh, not it. my proudest moment <laughs> it is on the floor behind my desk and every time that's something
2: it, oh man that's, a, that's something I would do, Nick. But, you know, oh my gosh. That, Jordy, it, just, that's so, it made it so oh my much goodness. worse. Dude. I was oh. just an intern back then. <laughs> Not making and any I, smart and choices. And I
1: never made it past being an
2: intern because yeah. of that one of many things.
1: <laughs> Internship uh, is oh just man. a competition in the church.
2: <laughs> Who can get closest to God, guys? Oh Come on. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh.
1: That's, that's <laughs> brutal. Um, I'm just kidding. If relevance, listen to this. So, it is. Oh. so oh, okay. if you're an so it's not a competition. It's not a competition, but it could none, be. None of
2: <laughs> you know, like maybe thinking be. about that. You know, like to graduate the internship program, you must participate in the church games. Here we have a ten-mile <laughs> obstacle course where you must. At this point, you know you need. You have three seconds to memorize scripture, and and you know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, just something crazy like that. If you want it yeah, <laughs> It could Come be, you're on. right. <laughs> it could oh, be. Off, there we go, bringing it off topic. Be- beautiful <laughs> I story. It. I love it, I love it. <laughs> no, that's okay.
1: Dumbest um, idea. <laughs> <laughs> <My gosh. laughs>
0: this, uh, I'll write a book someday, so if you want the uninterrupted version of the story, buy my book in ten years. Yes. Um, that's right. pre ordered it at Barnes & Noble. Pre-ordered <laughs> at Barnes and Noble. Seth forward will, by Seth Seth will Pray Blue. for you. Yes. Um. But uh, anyway, so so that happened with the with the trading card. Nick made it worse, and I I get outside tonight. My, my wife is waiting to pick me up. Um. And I again, I'm I mean, I I don't remember. I'm sure she asked, like, do you want to go home? Do you want to go get something to eat? And I don't know if I even spoke i was just so so worn out i mean it took everything out of me um and this matt redmond story backing up a little bit so the song the heart of worship um it the the lyrics it, it's i'm coming back to the heart of worship it's all about you it's all about you jesus i'm sorry lord for the things i made it when it's all about you it's all about you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone had told me the story behind that song, and the story is that he, people were coming to the church that he was at to see him lead worship. Because I mean, because he's a phenomenal, yeah, worship artist. He's phenomenal. But people were coming to church just to see him lead worship, and I mean, I think the person that told me the story, but like, there's people were leaving after worship; they weren't staying for the message it is i think this just isn't what this isn't what it's supposed to be yeah so he he was He just sat down and he he took away all of the instruments he took away all of the actual music and worship was just him singing for, for, and i don't know how long weeks months mm. whatever it was but it was just him singing and then he wrote this poem and you know i'm sorry lord for the things i made it worship is all about you i'm coming back to the heart of what worship is um and that poem he wrote that poem just for himself it wasn't even supposed to be a, a song but he shared this poem with the lead pastor of the church and they said that song that's what we need to bring wow and we need to bring it all back with that so that they introduce instruments back in with that song and whatever so like that's that's
2: the story wow um i'm so happy you told that story Dude, I hadn't heard that about that. That's awesome. I love that history behind that song.
0: So we left. We left church that day, and in my wife's wisdom, she like we can't just go home and sit at home because he's gonna lose his mind. So we need to go do something. Um, so we went shopping, and we walked (laughs) into a store. And it's not like it wasn't like a Christian bookstore. You know, we walk. It was just your general st- store, shopping, whatever. General store. It was a general store. Casey's. General, yeah, general it was, store? It was a Casey's. <laughs> um, so we walk in somewhere you would not expect worship music. We walk into this store, and immediately, Heart of Worship plays over the speakers. Uh. Immediately. And, I mean we joked about me crying at the beginning of this and I might cry again Um, but I I broke down I completely broke down and this like am I doing the right thing am I, are you in this decision, am I doing this for the right reasons and everything that I had been processing, everything that God had been convicting me of He answered all of it in that moment of coming back to the heart of worship, Mm. making it about Him, Yeah. taking me out of it completely and making it about Him. Ah, man. Wow. That song just, that song hits different, as they say, but... So wow. there's dude. twenty minutes that I wasn't oh. expecting, but that's that's so I, good though. That's 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 that's,
2: that's really important, dude. That's uh, that's phenomenal. That's such a like. That's a, dude. I, I I don't know you that well, and I wish I knew you like better because like we run in like the such similar circles, yeah. and every time we've crossed paths, it's been awesome. And I'm dude. I'm just so honored to like learn that about you, like that being a part of like like yeah. your journey, like that was uh, phenomenal, that was a dude. Huge, Thank you. Huge moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, I,
0: truthfully, I just love that we have a place where we can share stuff like that. Yeah, yeah the, this this the podcast has been such a beautiful thing. Yeah, um, I think you know you guys can have whatever opinions you want, but yeah, um, <laughs> the listeners. Yeah, it's all right, <laughs> okay. <whatever. laughs> that's awesome. I uh, no, it's better than mowing without something to listen to. So that's right. I <laughs> can't sit on the zero turn and not listen to this. I guess
2: that's
0: fair. That's fair, <laughs> Nick. Um, yeah,
1: I'm. Gl- I'm glad you shared that, Jordy, because the reason I so the reason I, I wanted to going back to the what brought that up was talking about ten thousand fathers yeah. and mothers with Seth, and so the reason I wanted to talk about that, and I'm like I said, so happy you shared that, but because I know Seth, I know you love like you talked about how much worship and music means to you, um, but I want I want you to kind of talk about your like. Because I know you, you, you write music and you talk yeah. about submitting music. I just want you to just kind of talk about that and talk about the heart behind it and talk about, obviously we we just talked about Matt Redman in, in the poem mm-hmm. he wrote towards himself, but obviously worship is also meant for, for corporate and, and, and just being together as much as it is as just your personal relationship with God. So I want can, can you just just talk about your experience with with writing music and writing whether it be worship music or just music that you write in your with your relationship with god
2: absolutely man um and i I should say i don't profess to be like an amazing singer songwriter but i i I do think i'm it's a skill set i have and i'm I'm continuously honing my craft um really trying to get it down and just be better at it because i you know i love it it's you know it's what i'm passionate about um you know, writing worship music is so difficult for me. It's so hard for me to do. Um, you know, I you write what you listen to. You know, you write what you love. And I'm a pop punk guy. Like yeah. I'm a, like I Blink 182. Sign me up, dude. Come on. I um, think we're all in that same boat. I, it, it's just yeah, it, and like anything. Time. So I I love. Yeah, awesome. See, you guys get it. Like I yeah we do. I mm-hmm. love it, and I I I write pop punk music. Like almost everything I write either turns into that. Or a really sad folk song. We just need I love listening to really sad pop folk punk. music. Yeah, we pop do.
0: pop punk, punk. Pop punk gets saved, boy. Let's go. Let's go, dude. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna
2: plug uh, one of the guys I love. His name is Jason Lancaster. He used to be in Mayday Parade, um, and Let's then, go. He, then yeah, and then he started a band called Go Radio. Um, okay. And then he like he like um, became like a worship leader in. of a church.
0: <laughs> Which is yeah. video killed the radio star? Yeah, that he that's what th-
2: that's what happened, man. Um, you know, it's it's it was tragic. Um, there's no going back, and you can't. But he, I was saying, he wrote and recorded. Well, he he put out a pop punk worship album like in the last like two years. Okay, um, Lancaster, and name. it's Jason Lancaster, and I think he put it under like the artist L N C S T R like Lancaster without vowels but it's it's pretty dope cool um it's really good If you like pop punk and worship he he just does it and he that goes for it um for real and so you know when i write some of the stuff um i'll i'll send you guys some of my demos like i don't have anything out yeah. right now that is like worshipy but i've got a couple um worship songs i've written and it's difficult it's difficult because when i'm writing like my my either my really sad emo folk songs or my like pop punk songs, um, you know I write out of I, for me writing when it's, I started writing songs when I was like sixteen, and I just started doing it because it was a way for me to get a lot of my emotions out um, and really cope is through is through yeah. writing and and that's figure stuff out for people right and and so that's that's it for me and so as I'm writing writing worship songs um, especially this last year with everything going on like. It's been hard for me to write um, worship songs that I feel comfortable with like okay I'm ready to share this because I think it's lyrically ready or theologically sound but also um, because like I feel like I haven't been in I haven't been writing from a, a lot of a place of hope this year um, yeah. it's been it feels like I've been writing from a place of just trying to survive okay. and when, when you when you do that with worship music if my heart's not 100% percent in it um, you know I, I to me, I think a worship song should always should always point to hope. should always point to Jesus. Yeah. You know, like, you can have songs that, like, are, you know, that can be almost like a lament in mean, a lot of the Psalms. Like, look at some of those, dude. Like, David's pouring his heart out on some of those. Um, and he wrote a, a lot of them songs and poems. Um, and so, yeah, you can write songs like that, and it's okay to have those. But I think, you know, it needs to point to God. It needs to point to Jesus, and it needs to point ultimately to hope. Um, and so trying to write that this last year, it's been a little tricky when some days I don't really have a whole lot of hope, especially in the pandemic and, and right. stuff going on with, um, you know, all the crazy politics stuff in the last year and the uncertainty and how things are in our country. It's just, you know, a year for the history books, no exaggeration. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to write. I think some, um, at least for me, it's hard to write, but I, I was, I did write some, um, you know, the cool thing with 10,000 Fathers is, you know, they assign you, like, hey, your homework this week is writing a song with the stuff yeah. we've taught you, like, with the things we've taught you from the songwriting course. Um, and so I've heard some of these people that I've, I've just become so close with, my brothers and sisters this last year, share some amazing stuff, yeah. truly amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, and it, it's awesome, and I, you know, I love sharing what I've got, too, and their feedback. I always say, you guys, just be honest. Um you know, tell me what you think, and they'll tell me things about it that I'm like, okay, I agree, or, eh, you know, maybe, but, um, you know, it, part of it, too, is, um, you know, for, for songwriting is not, okay, I've kind of talked about, you know, like pointing, wanted to point to God, wanted to point to hope for worship music, um, and the style, too, you know, it, it, you talked a little bit about, Jordy about the production aspect of it, and, um, producing is something that music for me. I, I've been kind of teaching myself and bugging Brian Carmona and Matthias Ellers a lot about showing me recording tricks and stuff. And they very graciously have given me um, a lot of t- a lot of time um, yeah. and and um, and advice. And I'm forever grateful for that. I'm still learning, yeah. but it's been fun and I love it. And so recording worship music, like it's fun to do with just an acoustic guitar and. In vocals and it's fun to try and layer stuff and, and really build a full a full sound so I'm, I'm recording right right now I've been recording a kind of like a pop punk album just for fun that I, yeah, I think I will awesome. put out um, hopefully soon mm-hmm. yeah man um, and I then that. I also have some worship songs I've been writing too um, and I, I have I' had a couple I've shared with the with my group that they're like oh like dude that's awesome like you should record that release it and I'm like yeah like maybe like I, I would I would love to do that. Um, but it's time. A lot of it is. I. Yeah. I. It's hard for me to make the time to record, um, because, you know, schedules and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. um, I think sometimes I'm afraid to start like recording the process because I know it just it just takes so long, and I'm such a perfectionist that yeah. I pick it apart. Um, they say don't master like your own music, like record it and send it off to someone else. But yeah. I have such a hard time because I, I record everything. I play it all myself, like all the instruments and. And everything when I'm doing it at home. And so with that, like it's so much more time consuming when you're playing and layering everything on your own. And it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I love doing it. But when I get into it, I don't want to stop. So if I start at like 10 o'clock at night... I'm gonna go till like two three a m and then you know I gotta be up at six with my kids, like that's not good for anybody, so yeah. finding that that time to to really set aside and get into recording is tough. I'm always writing though guys, like at work sometimes i'll I'll come home and be like hi, I wrote a song today at work. She's like, "What? It's like, yeah, <laughs> like it just came to me like, a oh, melody, that's usually awesome. it's melodies first, and then it's lyrics afterwards, which is which is kind of cool, so um interesting, yeah,
1: cool
2: for real that's guys
1: really i uh we uh, Jordy and I did a uh, <laughs> New Year's. uh, Were they resolutions or they? I get they're more they're like real, chat. You know, They're challenges, no. resolutions.
0: No, call them what they are. They're resolutions. They're resolutions, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Just um, be
2: honest, man. Come on. Resolute. Jordy gave me uh, resolutions. Nick.
0: Nick hates
1: New Year's resolutions. Yeah, not real things. Uh, um, Nick, you're
2: such a you're such a 1080p resolution guy. Yeah, you got it. You got to right. get 4K. Come on, 8K just, at the at the very. I, moment, I need know. to yeah.
0: see the real resolution. You're, you're a 1080p d- type on the enneagram too. you just you just.
2: <laughs> what I are you a, a Samsung much. in a world of <laughs> iPhone cameras? Come on, what? Is... Uh, right.
1: um, Jordy gave me this journal. Easy done. Got it. Um, mm. I gave Jordy. Uh, <laughs> Easiest resolution ever it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I gave Jordy uh to, cause Jord, I, I think Jordy I, I love I love his heart behind worship, and and just what he's ever he's told me and everything, um. But I told him, I commanded him, yeah, he did. um, to write write I, I don't know like eighteen songs two 18. songs it was two two or, songs. Two or eighteen songs uh, somewhere <laughs> somewhere there.
2: between there yeah
1: <laughs> yeah this year um, this year, I don't know I'm not gonna tell him to, to, to tell us how far he is on that um, so I don't want to embarrass guys. him. Um, is it zero? <laughs> it's zero. Oh. I, okay so I do
0: I love poetry and I love writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have written a lot more poetry this year.
1: And that's that's why because I, I know he loves poetry and I know he loves that and I think like just put music over that you'll do great Jordy. Uh, but uh, I appreciate you saying that. I love what you were saying about how it just comes to you whether it's just a melody or whatnot and i think that it, so many people i think they almost force it too much and they miss yeah. a lot of what they should have been listening to mm-hmm. you yeah. know like they think like oh that's not real like I need, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna force this song i'm gonna force these lyrics but it's like going back i mean it's gonna sound cheesy but like it's just like honestly it's like your heart and mm-hmm. like obviously seth you have that heart for worship you have that heart for music I know so many people have that heart, but so many, I think so many people are that perfectionist and they think this has to be perfect. It's not yeah. a good song unless it's perfect. Um, and I'm so happy you shared that kind of that perfectionist kind of thought process to it all. Um, it's so because, frustrating. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, I, was, I, so I have a, I have a tattoo on my arm that says, that says musical, musical, musical. Um, I don't know how many people I've told people how many people I've told that or, or know the story behind it, but uh, I went to this. Uh, I don't know how old I was, but super little. My mom drug us. I don't know if she's listening. I, I doubt. I hope she's not listening. Um, no, she drug to listening. us to this this uh, prophetic word person. When I was real little. I hated it. I thought it was super boring. But this guy was giving these prophetic words, um, and he gave one to my brother, and it was so incredible. Like he hit everything spot on. He was just just beautiful. And then I'm up next, and I'm thinking, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. I'm super excited now after hearing my brothers. And all he said was musical, musical, musical. And he sent me on my way. And I was so upset. Like, you, God had three words for me. Are you serious? That's all he had. Um, and I just, for the longest time, I was just so caught up in, like, like, once I became, like, once I really, like, started to have a relationship with God, I started just thinking, like, what, what were you talking about? Am I supposed to be the next switchfoot god? Is that your you're calling on my life? Am I going to be he, the next?
2: Why couldn't he say, I dare you to run? Yeah. You know,
1: like. <laughs> Come on, give it something easy. Uh, but um, it's just like, I understand the love for music, the love for worship. And just to bring that back, I feel like I was pushing so much to understand it that I've missed so much of just like. God, like, just has a heart for us to just worship yeah, and praise dude. out to Him. Absolutely, and, like, man. For us, like I say, for like for the three of us, we've all had such a heart for music and, and for worship. Someone else may have something else. But in the end, it's all just the worship to God. I know we're, we're focusing on music, but I think mm. that's, that's kind of where we're all at. But it's just don't miss it. Don't miss the, yeah. the, the, the stuff God has right in front of you when you're trying to push for something else, when you're trying to be... a I mean, a human, we're all, we're, we, we're humans, we try to be perfect, but don't miss it, don't miss what God has yeah. right mm. in front of you, and I just, I think what you were talking about is just so perfect and so incredible, perfect, I just those, poor choice of words there, but mm. you hit it, you hit it on the head. Yeah. Thanks, man. I mean, Seth, if I can, uh, I don't know if I, maybe,
0: maybe this is encouragement, maybe this is something to think about, and definitely something to think about for people listening too. Yeah. Um, you you mentioned you mentioned you mentioned the a lot of the songs you've been writing this year coming from a place of pain mm-hmm. um i think there's a lot of beauty in that too mm. and and so there's i mean there's there's a lot of things that that could be but it could be that you needed to write that just for your healing mm. um also though you know, I, I, if this is the case, I don't want you to miss that, that other people can absolutely heal through that too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so maybe maybe there is something in, in writing and releasing some of that stuff. And, um, you know, I think even, I mean, even the some of the most, you know, some of the hardest psalms to read and the you know, Lamentations, like... Yeah. I've, I've found comfort in those many times, um, and just, you know, hearing someone else talk about what they've, what they've gone through, you know, um, so I, you know, don't take this as, like, release them, people need to hear them, but, like, you know, I, I, and maybe just for everyone listening, too, like, Pain is okay. Suffering yeah. it happens. Yeah. It's part of yeah. our faith. It's in the um, Bible. <laughs> we're not going to... We're not... Becoming a Christian does not mean pain and suffering go away. Yeah. Temporary. Absolutely. Temporarily they'll go away, but they won't go away until we get to heaven. Yeah. And that's... That's just the way it is. And, and that's okay. it's That's a beautiful thing, you know. I mean... This year has been so hard for so many people.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, man.
0: This year has been so beautiful in so many ways, too. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, there's, there's all sides of it. And, you know, and maybe, Seth, if you could touch on this a little bit. Um, I've been thinking a lot about the difference of worship music and, and Christian music.
2: Mm-hmm does that make sense absolutely it does um yeah Jory, dude. first i i should say dude, i feel encouraged thank you man for for that and i um i i you know i i do want to release some of this some of the stuff I, i've been writing i think i think i should man that's yeah, um, yeah i'd love to hear it absolutely man I'll, I'll tell you what i'll send it to you guys um and i don't know if you'll be able to you know to, we'll leak it oh yeah exactly <laughs> gonna be it podcast you may have heard a song on the introduction it was terrible (laughs) don't listen to it it's it's by Seth he's awful just kidding um but I know I know exactly what you're talking about man you are there's a way to word it so you're talking about like congregational worship versus or I should say you're talking about corporate music versus private music so when I say corporate for those like kind of kind of listen our questions are corporate music. That's what you're gonna hear. Um, you know, m- more in terms of like at the church, like it's gonna be bigger. You're gonna hear your 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 you're gonna hear your you know your Hillsong, um, you know Maverick City's taking off right now. You know all the, the big songs um, versus that more that um, that private worship kind of private worship being more more what you hear on that radio. You know yeah. the, the the fan base is a little not fan fan base wrong wrong choice of words I'm sorry, um, the the demographic there yeah there there we go is is a little is. different in the situation you know, um, in most you know I've, a lot of cars these days you know have like Bluetooth and stuff so you can listen to Elevation and stuff in your car obviously and you can listen to some of that stuff but chances are you're not going to hear um maybe one in every couple of songs you know is going to be more of a Congregational style worship song versus um, Francesca Betestelli, I guess, or um, Lauren Daigle, who, again, I mean, very talented artists, and um, their songs are a little more, you know, easy listening. They're not going to dig into some of that deeper stuff, you know, hey, I lost my car keys, you know, but God's still good, you know, like, that <laughs> stuff, like we joke about that. Torn but, jeans. You know, yeah, oh, man, you know, I'm stuck in traffic, but God is still good, like, <laughs> that. that's, like, it, you know, they make music for, um, uh, I, I don't want to call it music for the soccer mom, but some of it is. No,
1: I get that, yeah, um, I've always you, said you, that. You know what
2: I mean? Um, Say it. I have, there's, like, this bit that my wife and I do where we're like, let's make up a Caleb intro talking about a song and and it's it's you know'll be like you know like the new song from you know Nick Budig, and it's like, <laughs> oh my lord, I love you. I wrote this song at the time in my life when you know I really needed to see God's goodness and he came through you know and 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 they're just and it's it's great but it's kind of just and that's it that's how they produce it and put that stuff mm-hmm. out and yeah. Um, you know they it's it's different um i think some of that writing process too is you go into a studio with maybe with an idea maybe you go in and they go hey we have the song that's written for you um or hey you know we took your song we put a different spin on it you got producers jumping in the mix and changing things around and that's how a lot of modern music is done um but radio music like that is it's a little different than than other churches cuz not all churches have that i mean 10,000 fathers you know they have their um. Uh, you know, like you said, their first couple those albums are they're so much more simple, and I love that. And it sounds great. Their quality is fantastic. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just a little more simple and it's different. So, the difference in there, and I, I should I should clarify that made it sound earlier like I was take taking a dig on like radio worship music. I'm not. Um, I there there is a special place in my heart for it. I think it's important. I think it's um you need it like some of those songs they're, they're great it's good stuff it's positive and you know Jordan, you had said something earlier about you know if, it, if it's pointing people to God um, you know if the point of it is to give God glory then it's good worship um, and I, I agree 100% um, with it so that that's kind of the difference I guess I would say if I was going to describe the difference between between kind of those two styles um, That that's that's it if I could yeah. kind of that way
0: yeah, that was, you said that really well. Um, yeah. We, we've, we talk about Corey Asbury on the podcast a lot. Yeah. I love so much of his music. Yeah. Um, but there's also a lot of it that I just wouldn't lead on
2: a Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, that, okay. and those are ones that aren't written right for right. that.
0: Absolutely. So, yeah. so there
2: you go, man. It's, you got, yeah. and that's the thing, too, when you're singing, you know, worship songs at church. Um, you know, a lot of the words you listen, I versus we, you know, if it's a lot about I or me, that's going to be more maybe the radio It's pointing more you know, upwards or all encompassing style um, more definitely for a Sunday morning yeah, Yeah. for sure I I love
1: that I so, since we're on this um, this kind of train right now um, I kind of want guitar almost fell there Um, uh oh, classic Classic, classic. Uh, Nick. Okay, no. guitar is always around me. Um, I I want to talk about kind of about like because there is that 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 stereotype for like Hillsong Young and Free. Yeah. Um, the the we talked about ele- elevation a little bit. Um, I gotta say,
2: I love Young and Free. Yeah, they, and they, I think they're so fun. I love their I, yeah. Music. That's I think
1: that's that's the the so much purpose behind them is the is just to have I mean joy. They're not. Yep. There for so much of a, just uh, the deep connection, rather just to uh, celebrate, like have some fun. Yeah. But I want, I want to hear your thoughts on that, on like guys like, um, I mean, there's the Corey Carlin song, Lead Me to the Father, which sure. has the repetition, 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 repetition. Um, Do you mean come to the Father? Come to the Father, yep, yep. Okay. There you go. That's why you're here. Um, no good.
2: I, I, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's it.
2: Let me correct you, you fool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but just just to hear your thoughts yeah. on like how how you how you handle when someone says like is that like should you be listening to that is that really a christian song like we just talked about worship music versus christian music Hillsong yeah. is young and free has a lot of christian music but maybe not so much of a yeah we should be worshipping to this or 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 the repetition part it's just kind of like i guess talk about your the the theology behind mm-hmm. a little bit of that music can i sorry i'm um, I don't want to change the question at all, but I want to
0: add.
2: Yes, go ahead. Uh,
0: go a little even further, maybe, and throw in Kanye West and oh my Chance yeah. the Rapper. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Like, I think that's important. Like some of that stuff. Because, so, I mean, we had a whole episode talking about Kanye West. Yeah. Um, I, I... <laughs> and then even, you know, Chance the Rapper has done, he like took a whole year where he just, I think his Instagram live, he was just, just reading the Bible.
1: Yeah, I mean, every day,
0: in, you know, oh. and
1: so, I think,
0: I I think Aaron play Cole just recently, music. is another one. I wouldn't play Chance the Rapper music at church.
2: Yeah. But
0: They're I'd kind be US lying though. if I told you that I haven't listened to Chance the Rapper a lot this summer.
2: Okay, so that's anyway, all
0: right. Next Nick's question. You
2: know, listen, I, s- I always, you know, music, I always say listen to what you want to listen to. Listen to what brings yeah. you joy, man. If you're, if you want to listen to music that's, you know, got bump and bass and, I mean, do it, man. I don't... I'm listening to rap music. Listening. If it's Christian or not, I don't care. Listen to whatever you want. Um, if it brings you joy, makes you happy, helps you process things, like do it. Um, it's music. It's art.
1: It's
2: art, yeah. baby. God gave it to I us. Think, Come on.
0: I think there's Preach. a lot of... I, I'm taking away from this question again. Maybe Nick should just re-ask it after I finish talking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but something that I've really felt strongly about in my life is how... Like I, I, I firmly believe that everyone is made in the image of God and all gifts are from God
2: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. and I, agree. I think that if um I mean the example that I use a lot when I when I talk about this is the, the Conjuring movies which is I, I do not recommend anyone going and watching the Conjuring movies um But with that, they're incredibly well done. Incredibly well done. Mm -hmm. And even something that dark and that twisted, um, I think that if we ignore everything that's not Christian-based, I think that we're missing a huge piece of who God is. Yeah. a huge piece of God's character. Yeah. and, and I, I bring up the Conjuring movies because the the guys that created are... I read an article in an interview with them where they're trying to, like, start this Christian horror movie genre. Okay. A little weird. Sure. I don't know. I mean, hey, it's their thing. I, and, I mean, there absolutely is, like, spiritual themes in the movies. But, you know, beside the point. Um, but, like, Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> I love the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. I made Nick watch it with me last week. I've seen it probably fifteen times. We're
2: More talking that, the even. the Gerard Butler, Emmy Rossum, no, no. the
0: musical. The, I've seen the musical. movie a couple okay. times, um, but I I've I've been to the musical three times, in person. I've and then I've found the um, the twenty fifth anniversary at the. Um, Royal City Hall I think whatever but that that's like the one big recording of it um, I've seen that 15 times probably wow. is the first uh, the first time I skipped class in college because I found it on Netflix it's not on Netflix anymore but I found it on Netflix and I watched it three times that day
2: I gotta ask you a question tell me, are you, me. A, are you a fan of Phantom of the Opera
0: oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> big time it, I mean, uh, I I was getting a I
2: vibe it, but I, I just had yeah. to
0: ask to be sure so every time genuinely every time I watch the Phantom of the Opera at some point during it I think this is it this is the peak of human performance <laughs> this is it I'm watching it right now
2: the peak see for me the peak we hit cannot hit with do better the peak hit with poop whoop Stoop to descoop.
1: You ever hear that uh, that quick math song? <laughs> oh man,
0: deep dive. <laughs> uh,
2: anyway, for those of you that don't, that was a Kanye reference, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, just just to just to bring that full circle. If you if you're not sure, look it up. It's a song he put out. Um. <laughs> so just to bring that bring that back, if you did, if you if you're like, what is that? It's from a it's from a Kanye. It's Kanye. It's a Kanye. Uh, yeah. oh Man. Gosh.
0: Um. So, sum up what I just said. Fan of the opera is as good as it gets.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, let me say it's as good as it gets before heaven. It will be way better in heaven, but wow. on earth, I think the best we can do is. You want fan a of the taste? Opera.
2: I want to taste some Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, come on.
0: Yeah, it's so good. Um, But then also, I think that within reason, you have to be careful with this thought because it can lead to overindulgence, it can lead to some bad things too, but there is a piece of God's character in everything, Mm -hmm. and if we ignore everything that's not strictly Christian, I think we're missing a big piece of who God is. Yeah. Anyway... Um, Nick, what y- was your question?
2: Yeah.
0: Let's um, just recap your question and let's just, about-
1: uh, mm. uh, just, uh, going back to, we talked we were talking about just music in general on the radio subject and beyond that, but, uh, just, I wanted to hear Seth, what you thought of when people come to you or you just hear people talking about, um, Hillsong, Young and Free, they released all these albums, uh, most noted, recently was the big one was, uh, um, like all, all my friends or something, um, just kind of a fun song. Best Friends. Best friends. Yep, Best Friends song uh, yeah. over here. We want it. We want, <laughs> we want it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, also just the, I, I I think this might be a completely different question, but then also just the, kind of the, the behind the repetition of, of a lot of worship songs. Sure. Like, Leading um, to the Father and all that.
2: Yeah, for sure, man. Um, So, run to the Father, Nick. Well, Run to the the second That's time. It, I'm kidding, dude. But seriously, uh, you gotta pray about that later, bro. Um, I, I will. I Corey Asbury gonna. He, he, Corey Asbury's gonna leave the '99 to come find you. I listened to too much try. Hawk Nelson. <laughs> too much Hawk Nelson in my life. Ooh. Man, if I oh, you know what? Funny enough, I just had a conversation with my wife last week about Hawk Nelson, and we went well. on a deep dive to find out their history, and it was about what I expected. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the music I heard from them um, yeah, what a what a thing, huh Um dude honestly, different like different podcasts answer your question that's a good one, man. you know I, I think it's easy you know the the people I really talk about worship music with are other like worship leaders, right Because that's pretty much like in the church, like who I hang out with for the first part, it's like, it's on Sundays. It's people that are doing worship stuff. And so we're always kind of all listening to the same things or different things and talking about it. So, um, you know, from a standpoint of, you know, what do I think about this or that, or how they're doing it? Like, you know, marry, marry the mission, date the method. Right. So, I mean, if you're putting out worship music, if it, if it's bringing glory to God, and help people connect with God. Awesome. That's great. Um, that's my opinion on it, you know. There, I got, and I should be careful what I say, man. I, I don't want to, you know. I, in the in the sense too. I and I, I don't like conflict. I don't like you know yeah. that kind of stuff. But I I take issue with with some of um like a, like a I think a church's theology bleed bleeds into bleeds into their music, you know. Yeah. It, just, it just happens. So for me, like Bethel, I'm fifty fifty on. Um, there, I I've. I, you know, and it's, the, it's theological differences. Um, mm-hmm. And so some of their music, I'm like, you know, I, I don't know that I would do this at a church. I don't feel comfortable. You know, I don't agree with, with this or what they're saying or what they believe or, or how, how they do this. Um, and so, you know, in terms of that, like, and I, I was talking to um, uh, Dan Tinquist, who, you know, worship leader, I think is a Triumph Lutheran, and he, um, he's a 10,000 Fathers dude. He's a coach through 10,000 Fathers. Mm-hmm. Very wise guy. Um, and we were talking about this, actually kind of the same thing. Um, and I was like, you know, like I, I kind of have a tough time with some of, some of the stuff. They put out some of their songs and, and some of their theology. And he's like, yeah, but is what they're doing pointing people to God. And if so, you know, nothing wrong with that. And I was kind of like, yeah, okay, maybe. Because um, I think you can go about it the wrong way. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, these guys that want to start their Christian horror movie company, that to me just sounds stupid. I'm just going to say, I'm like, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm like, I'm yeah. like no. Like, I, hey, I like, a stand, I mean, take a stand. Look at, look at, I mean, how many times is Kirk Cameron going to put out a bad Christian movie? Like, it, it's, hey, it, it's, the day he dies. oh, dude, yeah, that's what he does, man. I, <laughs> I, And, like, it's great and stuff. And, and there's, like, there's the pure flicks, you know, the Netflix just for Christian that's stuff. Right. And, you know, I don't know, man. It's... It's it's the marketing and, and behind it. So when it comes to things like that, when it's like a, oh it's Christian, so we're gonna put it out there and market it because it's a catchy tune and it sounds great. Um, it have helps you know, God can certainly use that stuff for sure. I mean he he can. You know, he's God. He can for sure he can do that. Um I'm not always gonna agree with the methods. And I'm you know, you can't please everybody and no one's always yeah. gonna agree with me, you know, but um at the end of the day, you know, I, I might not like to sing. I I, I like to listen to um, like raise a hallelujah. We've done it in church, um, but I remember talking to Pastor Travis a little bit about this from Relevant um, about yeah, he and Travis he and Lynn. Travis Lynn, and he he said, you know, I'm hesitant to do that song because it talks about you know it's it's about to kind of going to war you know, in worship. And I don't think he really put it that way, but he goes, you know, it's, it's about using, he, he said the line, my weapon is a melody. I think is the one that kind of gave him leeway or kind of gave him, he wasn't quite sure whether he wanted to do that in church. And one, I admire him so much for many things, but just for that alone, for him to be, you know, if this is our church and we want to make sure what's being said here matters and we agree with it. Um, and he, we, we have done it a few times, I think. Um, and so you know different i don't want to say factions of Christianity, but there's so many you know different different ways of going about you know putting out music and and writing music and and films and and all this stuff, and you know, can God use it? yeah, absolutely, am I going to agree with the way it's you know people people do it and and the methods but no i'm not not every time um but at the end of the day, I, I, dude, I love Jesus. I will proudly yeah. proclaim. I've got a tattooed on my arm, dude. I'm beloved. Like I, I need to see that every day. Um, I need that every day to know that, like, you no, know, like God has called me, like his his son, and he's, um, he's put that in my heart. That, like, you know, I love you, dude. Like, mm-hmm. make music, write music, and yeah. that's what those people are doing too. You know, like yeah. they they have that. Like God's given them that, and if they're doing it. You know, if they're going about it a way that needs some correction, like, hey, man, pray for the intervention. Like, if God's telling you to intervene and do it, great. You know, I, I don't know if writing a letter to some church and saying, hey, you know, I don't like the way you're doing this. It's not godly. Like, that's yeah. probably not going to make a huge difference. Um, I, can tell,
0: I, I have, Commenting on a YouTube video is certainly not yeah. going to do it. Oh, yeah, I know that. No,
2: <laughs> I, mean, I think we know that. Um, I'm gonna post this things. comment, and it's gonna change someone's life. Yeah, the, the things you'll never hear. Wow, you know what? <laughs> I read your comment in my YouTube video. Yeah. I'm convinced the Rona is a hoax. Yeah.
1: You know, like, like
2: <laughs> just let's, like that, that, that's not gonna happen. Let's, I'm, let's not go there. I, I just had to had to throw <laughs> like, that. I don't know,
0: but we gotta. I think we gotta be. We gotta pray that. There's people around them, too. Yeah. You know, just just like yeah. that conversation Absolutely, you have with Travis.
2: Absolutely, man. Absolutely.
0: You know, and, and it also speaks to... It also speaks to the importance of, of the whole body mm-hmm. of believers. Yeah. You know, many members with the same mission. Um, you know, we're called to reach different people. And, I mean, my... <laughs> I, I have, a, I have a, the unique ability to reach my students, my coworkers, yeah. my, you know, like, and you guys probably won't interact with them much. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way it is. And, I mean, maybe maybe some of them will come and buy a book from you at Barnes & Noble, and you will have a different conversation with them than I ever would. And it's just so important that every person is is tending to, you know, tending to their garden. Yeah. Um, but just being intentional in the in the job that they have, and um, you know, I I think that was something that I really had to learn was was being careful to being careful the way that I talked about worship music. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And for sure. Being careful to. I mean, I think a profound moment of my faith was realizing that I don't have to like a worship song.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: Like, I'm allowed to not like it even, like, I'll just say it's God's Great Dance Floor is the one. I just can't stand that song. There are people that love that song. And there are people that, like, I am sure there are stories of that song Being used in some way in someone's Mm -hmm. faith journey, in their whatever, in their story. Um, But just because that song is about God doesn't mean I have to like it. Yeah. And I don't know what made me realize that, but I finally realized that. And it just like changed my faith because Mm -hmm. I can listen to Christian things that I enjoy. Yeah. And I don't have to listen to Christian things that I don't enjoy.
1: That's good. good. That's awesome. It's man. important to have. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. yeah. God calls us to different things, and God calls us to do things in different ways.
2: You said you said something, Jordy, earlier. You just said that you don't like. You said it's you don't like to talk about like worship songs, or you said you have a hard time talking about, or you have to be careful what you say about worship songs. Um, isn't that like frustrating, man? That it's just it. It can be under so much the church. Anything you yeah. say is under so much scrutiny right now. Um, yeah. Especially with that too, man. Like, oh, it's so easy to start an argument or discussion over over this or that, and you're like, oh man, I'm with you, man. I'm the dude too. Like, especially because you're like, I don't want to offend anybody. Right. It's like, yeah, it's hard. Like, I feel awful when I do that. And it's like, yeah, I'm just expressing my opinion. And it's like, you know, you you like, yeah, you don't have to like it. Yeah. Like seriously, I I'm gonna be honest because I I I don't really listen to to like Kanye, like you know. Nick, you had mentioned like his 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 album, his like Worship or Christian album or whatever. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. I listened to it. It yeah. was interesting. It it's it's something that I was like, you know, okay, like, you did this one album. Are you gonna do the rest of your stuff now? Like, have you or, mm-hmm. are, you know, what what is this, dude? Like, yeah, yeah. What what is it yeah. for? Why why are you putting this out? Like, are you making it like Bieber, dude? Like Bieber, like. So, like going to church and like doing like some worship stuff for a while and he like still like I think he's like openly like a Christian which is pretty cool and like that's awesome. And like not that Kanye isn't but I mean like I just think it's interesting he with that album he did. I, I wasn't quite sure. I mean he's Kanye, he's kind of kinda, kinda crazy. That. You know? Yeah. He, he's 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 a musical genius.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
2: I, I would I would say that I think he's really talented absolutely but that does not necessarily make him a genius. Um yeah. you know, I don't know. That that's Maybe a dig, yeah. but um, I don't know. Maybe edit that out or something. A no,
1: <laughs> I mean I think that I think that's good because Jordy and I. I mean Jordy and I talked about that in the in our Kanye episode. If you want to call it that? Yeah. Um, we yeah, just kind of talked. We kind of <laughs> talked about like the heart behind it and how I mean from both sides you can dismiss it or you can just be over ecstatic about it. um, but either way, you can say, like, he mentions Jesus, he talks about Jesus, whether it be theologically correct, whether he's talking about all the cars he has, or Chick-fil-A, whatever he's talking about, yeah. he's, it's it's still, he's talking, mean, he's, he's rapping about Jesus, he says he's uh, on this new journey with Jesus, and like we, like you said, you mentioned Bieber, you can mention Chance, you can mention all these um, A-list celebrities who are, who, who have this christian awakening um and have this jesus awakening and this relationship with jesus whether it's for they can say that it's for like a publicity stunt or it's real um yeah there's a rapper who uh uh um his name's aha gazelle and he he started putting out this these christian tracks and a lot of people were ragging on him saying oh you're just doing it for because you want to reach more people like you've reached, you've reached your entire demographic, and you see there's still people out there, so you're gonna start rapping about Christianity, and he's kept and he's gone full into it, and it's, and you never know the true heart behind someone, mm-hmm. um, whether it be a Matt Redman, or it be a Kanye, or it be a Chance or whatever, and I think it's what you talked about is is just I mean trusting in what God has, for them. We talked about talents, we talked about giftings, and I think it's, and I'm I'm glad you brought that up. It's both of you it's just not for you kanye's album just wasn't for you yeah and i don't think it and I, I don't think it should be for a lot of people just because
2: i think it's is it, is it for kanye yeah i
1: yeah. mean is what's going on is it like what's his next album going to be like what's the album after that can be like what's he going to be doing after that and i think that's between kanye and god his relationship with god and so i'm glad you brought that up because i think that is important just sometimes we get too caught up in other people's lives kanye is still a child of god He's not some poster child that we should all be looking up to, whether we follow him or not. And I think that's pray for Kanye hashtag. Is that a hashtag? I don't know. Um, Just as much as you pray for Seth, as much as you pray for Joy, as much as you pray for your kids. Um, But I'm glad you brought that up. But um, I wanted to jump into it to to going back to you. At the start of this podcast, you're talking about being a father. Um, And I want to talk to you about maybe there are some fathers that listen to to, news, without a terrible sentence there. Maybe there are some fathers out there that are listening to this, and they just recently had kids. Um, obviously, I don't know if you consider yourself an expert in fatherhood yet. Uh, I'm sure in a couple of years you will be. But, uh, <laughs> but you talked about Henry being four years old. And at that stage in life, he's taking in everything. He's not... I mean, he's not giving anything, in reality, to the grand scope of things. He's just more <laughs> learning. He's more... Of, <laughs> not, I'm not taking a <laughs> dig at Henry if he's listening. <laughs> oh Henry, you're amazing. But he's taking
2: in more than he's giving. He's, Nick Nick does not <laughs> have kids, guys. So he <laughs> just just keep that in mind as you're listening. He, he's he's not receiving more. Children. He's learning more. He's
0: not contributing in any way. <laughs> yeah,
2: and by anything. no means we is can he all contribu-
0: agree. contributing. He can't do
1: any oh child goodness. labor yet or anything. There's contributors um, and then there's Henry. Then yeah. Henry.
2: But come on, kid, get out get a job, something. Go milk a cow or something. <laughs> Dad, um, can I have a glass of milk? <laughs> go to the store and buy some milk. Come on. Contribute. <laughs> His... Nick, come on.
1: We That's so fun. funny, dude.
2: We have Oh my fun
1: gosh, here. dude. But he's uh, watching you. He's watching Kaya. He's watching you. So funny. He's watching everyone around him. How what how he's do you, watching teach him? you be careful? How do you teach him worship? How do you teach him? <laughs> Man. Like what how oh, man and, and wow. more of when he grows up, how how are you yeah. how do you what are you doing to like show him like Because we talk about that's like this with question. Like Dude, how, that, you, that's how do a we great teach question, kids how to man. worship?
2: Uh, and I you think know, having a
1: dad that's a worship leader is a yeah. great opportunity for him.
2: Well let me tell you, man, um that's a you're hilarious and I love you, bro. Um <laughs> so, um, um, oh my goodness. I just try not to laugh, it's so good. Uh, Nick. Well, you know, okay, as as a kid, man, I remember watching my watching my dad, you know, and and also like my stepdad. So my my parents divorced, my mom remarried, um and my dad remarried eventually, and then that unfortunately didn't work out, but he's he just got remarried uh about a month ago. Um it's great. I'm very happy for them. Um and um so my I I was very fortunate to have two dads in my life to look up to that Um, I, um, have just made such a lasting, like, impact on me, you know, and just trying to do what they did, but also trying to be, and be better, you know, I, I think, um, you know, for what I'm trying to do is, what, what I figured out about being a dad so far is this, I should say, by no means am I an expert, I don't think I ever will be, figured out that my parents just made it up as they went along. I think you know they're just people, and like as a dad, like that's kind of what I'm doing. Like there are some great books out there, some great resources, and people have, you know, written books on how to be a dad, and how to do this and this and this. But, um, you know, I I want at the end of my day, when my when my kid to look at me, if Henry's looking at me, and I'm being my most authentic, real self, um, in that like I when I worship, I'm worshiping worshiping honestly. Um, and i'm 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 when I'm you know bringing the gospel into my home like i'm I'm being a servant as a father um you know i I want my kids to see that I'm putting them first before myself um you know that is as much as is i like my life you know like what I'm doing like like my kids are not are it man like priority number one is my relationship with my spouse I should say Kai and i you know we, we gotta you know our our foundation is in faith we have each other like you know, my family is, is built on faith. Um, and my relationship with Kaya is very important. Um, how we act and how we talk in front of our kids um, is, I mean, they're always watching. They really are. And they're learning just as you know, we watched our parents growing up, like, you know. Um, and and so bringing, you know, being a, uh, a guy who's trying to do music in, in church and stuff, like, um, I hope Henry sees that. That's such an important part. Of, of my life and should be a part of anyone's life is to make God a priority. Um, where Sunday mornings like, yeah, buddy, I'm not around at home because I'm at church early. Because we're setting stuff up. You know, because we have to, you know, we love singing worship and, and doing music for, for people and, and helping them connect with God. Like, I want Him to see that. Um, and so... And I, I, also want him to feel um, encouraged and loved and, and, and valued. I mean, know that he is very, very important. And same with my, you know, my daughter, both my kids, I should say. I'm talking about yeah. my son, but, but both my kids, like, for them to feel like, you know, you guys are important and you matter and you can do anything. You know, if you you set out to it like, you know, what what you're passionate about, pursue that. Um, and I want them to see that, you know, in some capacity. Pursue your passion. Pursue what you want to do. Um, I would love to do worship full-time, but right now I'm working retail. I've been for six years, and it has its ups and downs. But I I still believe in in God, and and I I do church Sundays, and not every Sunday. Um, And with the pandemic, it's been hard. You guys know that. Um, And so, yeah, I guess that, man, you know, as... As a as a dad, I, I, I want my kids. I want to show my kids the love of God by just um, encouraging them and and loving them and um, patience for me. I've learned a lot of patience being a father. Um, you have to you have to have patience, man. Um, it's it's such an important thing with kids. And my wife is a well of patience. Um, I I cannot sing her praises enough. I mean, she's amazing. Um, truly just the areas that i feel like i lack and she makes up for it um and i just you know she is the woman that god you know picked for me and picked me for her and um i want to be the best best husband and the best father i can be um there's a um i love star wars not a fan of the last jedi not my favorite Star Wars movie pretty divisive but i will say this there's a line in that movie that i really really love and it's yoda and luke skywalker the ghosts of yoda and luke skywalker are sitting um and they're talking about luke's apprentice ray and yoda says luke we are what they grow beyond and i think about that a lot as like a father and a parent like we are what they grow beyond like my parents did their absolute best to, to raise us, you know. And and um, we've learned a lot from my, from my parents. And I want to take what they've taught me, you know, good and bad, positive experience, negative experiences, and be better for my kids so they can be better for their kids. Yeah. You know, and pass that, pay that forward. And, and in a way, raising kids is it's almost like having little disciples at home you know in a sense and discipleship in like the words of like 10,000 fathers discipleship is the process of growing in to who Jesus would be if he were you if that may, if that makes sense right kind of yeah. a thing think about that so discipleship is the process of growing into who Jesus would be if he were you in that sense that you're going to put an impression on these people The amount of effort and and energy you're putting into your relationship with God is going to affect what you're putting out when you're parenting or discipling or teaching, you know, in in a ministry sense. Um, And so it's, you know, really important to really press into that, have that spiritual life, have a healthy spiritual life, Um, have brothers and sisters in your life that can pour into you, you can pour into them, Um, have a family. You know, your are church family. You know, you, you have a family you're born with and you have the family you make, like, along the way. You know? Um, and so I really hope our kids see that we're part of this church family, too, that, like, this community of, of people that help encourage and love and build build each other up. You um, know, what more can you do for your kids than, than that than just try and set them up for success in every way you can? Um, yeah. You know, I, I don't think I'll ever be a millionaire who's going to have, you know... Eight Rolls Royces or anything like that, um, yeah. but I, you know, what I can do is show up for my kids' ball games, man, and yeah. you know, ask him how his day was and really listen. Um, he's four, but he's got so much to say. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm just really spend time listening to my daughter. You know, she knows uh, a lot of words, and and she loves to explore. She's so different than Henry. Henry is um, he's kind of a gentle soul. And and my daughter yeah. is very much a lot of, a lot of energy and a lot of attitude, a lot of sass, in like a <laughs> really really good way, and I love that. I right, like Jordy. Yeah, it's yeah, just great, man. I love being a dad, and and I just want my kids to have the best, awesome. the best life. You know, I want to set if, them up uh, for that.
0: That's awesome. If Bob Goff were sitting here right now, love Bob Goff. He would say. If you were a millionaire and you had eight Rolls Royces, that's discipleship. One Rolls Royce is selfish, and that's for you. But eight is for people around you. <laughs> he basically said that exact thing about that's so crazy. jet skis. Oh, wow. <laughs> he said about if I buy one jet ski, it's for myself. But if I buy two, that's discipleship.
1: Hmm. Good old Bob Goff. Which there is
0: a lot of context that I am leaving out,
1: a lot of um, context. Text, but um, I, I wanted ahead, to, I, I, want to point out that um, I didn't put my foot in my mouth earlier. The kids thing, I bought <laughs> you, a puppy. You did, you
2: did not. I bought. Did
1: not. I bought a puppy when I was in seventh grade. I understand what having your kids like. I wasn't allowed to take him back. <laughs> Gosh, so Nick.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um I do I know
2: I know a puppy's not like a kid. No, dude. I love it, dude. Oh my gosh. That's so this is and, why like I we mean, need to hang out more often. About, like I need this kind of stuff.
0: Talk about a living thing that doesn't
1: contribute. <laughs> that's right. That's that's kinda how I view kids. That's why I talked about
2: it. Like exactly. <laughs> what is this what does the thing even do? <laughs> I'm man. I'm five. I understand like what what you're saying about me is hurtful. Whatever. I'm like I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna mow the lawn this. or something.
0: I'm gonna title this episode
2: "Nick Legs on Kids." That's exactly it. Yeah, I had a dog. He's, he's, I was he's little. He's gonna show up at I the sp- pearly gates. Scott's gonna be like, you know, Nick. There's one thing I gotta mention. <laughs> you, you be nicer to kids, man. Like. <laughs> I've seen you take so many yeah. lollipops out of kids' hands at the fair, like, gonna, just to spite them. Peter, don't you remember that
1: bed bed dog bed. I bought? <laughs> <laughs> I care. <Man. laughs> uh, I work gosh. in kids' ministry. <laughs> oh, <No>, dude.
2: <laughs> I can tell, Nick. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good, dude. Oh, that's good.
0: Man. That was, uh... It was I just I enjoy listening to people talk about being being a dad. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So thank you. I genuinely I don't know what I will call this episode. Um I think that might be a little bit a case of the starting recording an episode after eight
2: PM. Yeah. Been um, it's been fun. I'm so it's been so fun, honestly, just I've, to I've had such a great time. Yeah, come on guys. It's it's great. This is the first time I've done anything like this, and I'm you guys are awesome. Thanks for You're, you you sound like on. an expert at this, so yeah. Well come on now. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I mean, the highest of praise, guys. Come on. <laughs> i <I'm not laughs> uh... a- amateur at best. <laughs>
0: The thing, the thing is, Nick just asks such good questions. He does, man. Uh-huh. Nick asks great questions, and he makes he makes people sound really smart. I just that is true. I really do. I mean, there is no reason that anyone thinks that I'm a wise person, but man, people have learned things on this podcast because Nick just ri- asks the right questions.
1: It's just the later, the later the night gets, the more yeah. open the book gets. Mm. that's true that's how it goes man
2: we could go for like another probably like two and a half hours if we really if we really really went that way
1: but but it's a it's a Saturday night it's a Saturday night and we are all Christians
2: yeah we know what's going on in the morning (laughs) yep IHOP
1: Uh, that's right (laughs) International
2: House of Prayer though come (laughs) on I
0: uh we do church in the evenings, so I'm sleeping in tomorrow. Mm, wow! Except I do. Lucky you. Man. I'm in grad school and I have to write a paper tomorrow, so mm. I'm actually waking up to write a paper. So. Yeah. You gotta do, it, man. Gotta, gotta do, do it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, Seth, if I give you, let's see.
1: Let me give oh, you I have Thirty seconds. No, before okay, we do that. Yeah, go ahead, Nick. We'll finish with your question. All right. My, my question first. Seth, you've uh, you've played, you've led at multiple churches in Fargo-Moorhead. And this is a, uh, um, our podcast is kind of built on, we want, we're trying to figure out, we're trying to become experts and try to figure out the best solution to bring churches together. Mm-hmm. Um. That's a joke. We're we're just trying to. We want to bring the <laughs> church to unify, together. Yeah. We want yeah. to unify the church. All around um, John Seventeen. Yeah. So my question is to you, what's the best church in town? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's so. Funny. That's what's, so what's been your What's been your experience? I mean, with <laughs> not to go on another hour long. love that. topic, but uh, so what's good. like you? You have been to multiple churches and. Yes. What has been your experience? What's been like your takeaway with, with leading church at multiple churches, at multiple different theologies and pastors? Dude, it's been
2: God taking me like through a journey of, of leadership, I think of of discipline and and really trying to, um, it's my dog coughing in the background. Beautiful. He's not dying. Um, he just, he does that sometimes. He's a weirdo. Um, you know, it's 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 been great, man. It's been awesome. I mean, the the connections. I, you know, I there. I you know. Every church I've 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 been a part of. You know, I, I've I've made so many friends. Um, you know, and some people it doesn't. You don't really connect with as much anymore, and 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 sometimes, relationships with churches don't end that well. Uh, you know, there was. Um, uh, been, man. I I have so many. People that I, I'm just that in my life now that I, I talk to, most of the people I talk to and spend time with, people I've met over the years at the churches. I mean, um, we were a part of Prairie Heights for for a good year, uh, and when Mark was their worship leader, um, you know, he was kind of the guy that really helped push me to go to Ten Thousand Fathers. Um, and, you know, when we, when we left here to go to Relevant, we had a great conversation as to why we, we, we decided to, you know, God was like, i we need you to go to Relevant. And we felt like that's where you should be right now. Um, and Relevant for both of us was a place to go for healing that we needed. Um, and and we, we really like it. We love Relevant. Um, the people with friends we've, we've made there and people we've reconnected with, um, man, I just don't want to do life without them. You know, I don't want to do life without any of these people. Um, And, you know, reasons for, I, I shouldn't say, you know, you know, I've done, you know, I've been a part of a lot of churches. Like, yeah, um, I'm, I'm also, we're still relatively young, you know, as well. And, and, um, with that, you know, just growing up as my family's moved churches and stuff too like, kind of, we moved churches too. And, and Kaya and us on our own now striking out with, as our own family, um, you know, we've just served at different churches because we believe God has called us to different churches, um, to serve at and through life circumstances. Yeah. And it's, it's all been, I'm seeing, um, God has been revealing a lot to us and with that, um, you know, experience comes with that. Um, there is a, and I, I, I talk a lot, so I'll try to keep this, this precise, but there is a, um, uh, a scripture that talks about um, uh, perseverance must finish its, finish its work in you so you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Um, and, you know, with with growth and experience, um, you know, and, and to pray, pray for wisdom, to pray that God would make you, you know, to give you wisdom. Um, with, with that uh, comes experience. You get wisdom from experience. You know, and it's a journey, man. It's a journey. It's been great. You know, the churches I've been a part of. I mean, um, Pastor Steve from Ignite married my wife and I. Um, You know, if I still see him around town, like, it's quick, it's just, it's wonderful, man. Like, I love talking to him and catching up. And, you know, that also helps to strengthen relationships with other churches. You know, if you leave on a really good note, um, you don't always, because that's life and that happens. But,. Mm -hmm. Um, the nice thing about the Fargo-Moorhead community is that it is truly, guys, it is a community. I mean, so I, one of the greatest things about being in Fargo is we're neighbors, you know, yeah. especially in the churches. And, um, it's really important to, it's funny, Nick, you say, you know, our mission, you know, you're joking about, you know, let's get all the churches kind of connected. But it's so important, man. Like, um, Jordy, did you go to any of Dan Kinquist's worship leader lunches he was doing for a while? On, on thursdays yeah yeah we you know i think i'm seeing you there a couple of times i used to i did a few of those um and how cool is that you know get worship leaders from different churches together maybe like once once a month or so and just connect resources connect with each other um you know it, it's awesome i mean that that's moving the kingdom forward right there and i know a lot of the pastors in town touch and, and keep in touch i mean that that's great too um so that's also why, you know, you, with churches, like, man, be respectful. And, and you know, I say, you know, if, if you got to leave a church, some of the reasons, different circumstances, you know, obviously are going to affect how, how you leave a church, if that is what ends up happening. But um, my experience has been very positive. It's been awesome. Um, and I, I know God has a lot more to, to show us um, in our journey of ministry together, Kai and I really believe that the Lord has called us into do ministry together. She has a heart for children's ministry, um, and she's very gifted in it. Um, it's really great to see her. She just has such a love for kids. Um, so watching her with awesome. our kids, it's just like it's amazing. I'm just like man, like you are. It just comes so naturally to her. Um, and I've learned a lot, even just from her. Um, you know, she's helped me become a much more patient person. Um, yeah. Getting back on on onto that, um, but yeah, that's that's kind of it. Come coming full circle. It's just been a it's been a great um, great journey so far, man. That's awesome. And yeah. A lot of good, a lot of good friends, a lot of good memories, and it helps me grow as a leader and a musician um, as well. Getting to work with all these different people and learning different techniques and stuff for for it, and for sure, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm I'm so thankful for. I, the connections I have to so many different churches. I think even I have the, you know, the, the, the fortunate perspective or the, the unique perspective maybe of of planting a church in Fargo mm-hmm. um, and this, the support that I've gotten from so many. I mean, there hasn't been a church that hasn't offered something and, and, I, and truthfully something huge. That's so be, awesome, dude. Like, yeah. Like we'll send you. Like we'll send you members of our worship team. Mm-hmm. We'll op- like we'll open up our doors for you guys if you need a place to meet. Like, it's just incredible. Um, so many of the people that you mentioned have been have been such a great support for me and um for our, our young church too. So, um, the Fargo church community really is a beautiful thing. Um. And I, I don't know if, if it's like that across the country. I hope it is, um, but anyway, we're trying to do our part. Um, but this is by a lot the longest episode we've ever done, Oof, been which is a great thing. I should have warned you guys ahead of time. I
2: I'm a chatty dude and and I, no, I, I love to talk. So we, I'm very I'm a, I am an extrovert to say the least. Um, yeah,
0: for sure. Um, I love this so. This last question, I, I don't ask this every time, yeah. but I, I do like to throw it on people. Um, you know, no warning, no prep. Um, Hit and me. Put a little little time pressure on it too. Um, so I, I like to give people thirty seconds to give one piece of advice. It can be a book that you've read. Um, you mentioned Stephen Apple. He one time recommended people have peaches and cream hmm. um, so it can be serious it can be not serious uh, Nick, Nick recommended
2: Moana once <laughs> um, heck yeah it can
0: be anything you want so 30 seconds one recommendation for the people
2: 30 second plug um, absolutely well hey I'm a reader I work at a bookstore um, and I love to read um, I love high fantasy novels I'm a nerd read Kings of the Wild by nicholas eames and it's wild w y l d it is an amazing um first book in what i hope will be a trilogy about a ragtag group of retired former glorious mercenaries for hire who band back together in their old age um to go on one final rescue mission when one of the person's daughter goes like missing behind uh like a siege wall um, in a city that's under siege. And he's like, we gotta go get my daughter back. Let's get the gang back together. It's got heart. It's hilarious. It's funny. Um, by far, one of the best books I've read in like the last like three years. Um, read it. Kings of the Wild. Really W-Y-L-D. Good. Go read it. It's a that's good awesome. book. It's fun. Reading is important. I mean, check that out for yes, sure. Yes, do it.
0: Um, man. Well, Seth, this was a ton of fun. Thank you mm-hmm. so much. Absolutely, um, guys. Oh, it was a blast. I feel like... I feel like we have so much more to talk about so we will yeah. definitely have you back sometime soon. I would love to be back.
2: It, 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 seriously, Not guys. Oh, so much fun.
0: Yeah, this this was great. So um, yeah, from from the three of us to uh, we never know how to end these things. So no, that's from right. us to <laughs> it your years, <laughs> May the the road be long and the the journey be beautiful and Wow. Enjoy your day at work or whatever you're doing. Thanks for listening.
2: Hush. That was my worst one yet. Go to sleep. <laughs> go to sleep, little princes oh, yeah. and princesses. <laughs> the night... Uh, <laughs> the moon... The moon is winking. <laughs> I don't know. It's getting, it's getting weird, dude. It, so what happens when it's like 11.46 uh, yeah. p.m. The weird stuff starts yeah. to happen. That's when you say, cut... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, oh, we'll this this one I go, guys, my uh, thing hasn't been recording at all. Shoot. I'm kidding. <laughs> like, oh, dang it.
0: All right. Thanks again. We will catch y'all next week. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the Fargo Christian
1: podcast. Episodes will be releasing on Monday mornings. And you can find us on Instagram at Fargo Christian or at your local coffee shop, we just might be there.